Hello, and welcome to the Big Planet Comics Podcast. I don't even know what episode this is anymore. It's the best of 2015. Does uh, that get a number? Is that not a numbered one? No numbers. All right. This is the best of 2015. It's now 2017. <laughs> <laughs> we had to wait for the People's Choice Awards to be legit. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been uh, busy. Holidays and uh, snowstorms and illnesses. And we were sort of refiguring out how this podcast is going to work. And apathy. (laughs) And apathy. That's very important. A lot of that, too. (laughs) I'm going to go with Snowstorm. (coughs) Yeah. Um, We we had to read a lot of comics. (coughs) Yeah, we did read a lot lot of books. And actually, one of the books I read during that time period is on my list. There you go. Sometimes it works. Uh, What do you guys guys do for your holidays? We should prep everyone for all the new people. Well, I will tell them later. Who are you? Who am I? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm Nick. I'm <laughs> Kelly. I'm Jared. I don't know. I haven't done this in so long. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a while. We're snowstormed out. <clears throat> so what do you guys do for your holidays? God, I've seen Star Wars five times since the last <laughs> time we did a podcast. Five times? <laughs> yeah. I saw it three times in the first week, so. No, I've still only I've seen it helps. once. I've seen it once. Oh, how can you I know. live that way? But, uh, <laughs> to be fair, I haven't seen anything else in the theater since no, then either. either. Yeah, no, I, I hit a point where I was like. Okay, I want to see other things, so I need to do that. And then once I see, like, I wanted to see Carol really bad, so I was like, okay, I'll see Carol, and then, and then can I can reset. see Star Wars again. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like the way I rewarded myself. That's pretty good. If I did my chores this week, I could so see Star Wars. So did you watch ten again. movies? <laughs> <laughs> no, one in This started each. after I'd seen it four times. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, so what did you do for New Year's? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. You didn't I go hate, see Star Wars. I hate New Year's. Hate New Year's? <laughs> we go see Star what Wars. did you do for New Year's, Jared? Uh, I stayed home, watched TV. Yeah. About Christmas? No, I played video games. Christmas? Stayed home, played video games. Man, no, I I'm the only one that did house. a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been living it up. Man, Christmas, I went to my parents. Yep, and too. a lot of people came over. Uh, New Year's, I went to like multiple parties. Yeah, and ended up being like a three day thing. Oh, you, yeah, you. I woke up on three different that. couches. <laughs> it was cool. Oh Hopefully, on gosh. different days. <laughs> <laughs> different days. Yeah. Yeah. Not on the same day. That'd be weird. Um, I don't know if you're sleepy. <laughs> yeah, Just I'm like, really sleepy. Couch couch. I'm really sleepy right now. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is our best of the year. There's no news. There's probably a lot of news since we last <laughs> were on here, but whatever. We'll get back to it. This is yeah. all about the best stuff that we love the best. Yeah, so the way we did it this year is we all made our own top 10 lists of top uh, 10 series and top 10 graphic novels, and then uh, we're going to go around and discuss them and one by one. Yep. And we're going to post these all up on the BigPlanetComics.com website afterwards, as well as from a bunch of our other people who work at Big Planet Comics who couldn't be on the show. Right. So hopefully you can have a nice cross-selection of all of our different tastes and see which one of us you totally agree with and <laughs> hopefully find some new stuff that you haven't heard of before. Yeah, some weird lists. Definitely. Yeah. Like yep. Kevin's is pretty weird. Um, Mine I'm, is pretty weird. I'm, I've been impressed by this the list people have sent in so far. It's been yeah. a very good mix. This was a weird year Yeah. in terms of the yeah. stuff that came out. And well, we should, I mean, when you think about our... talk about that a little bit. When like, you think about our list last year, like we had two books by Kariscote that made right. it. Yeah. Which is nuts. <laughs> That's crazy. Just the sheer number of things that came out in 2014 was incredible. It's this kind of weird cycle where sometimes, especially that stuff that's like translated, well, just everything great will get dumped in one year. And you're like, what about the next year? Or just something won't show up in time. Or uh, There's definitely something I'm going to do as an honorable mention that had one issue come out last year. But it's for a good reason. I'll explain when we get to it. But... (laughs) Um, but yeah, and then like the, the main publishers had some, the big publishers thing, we had a lot of ups and downs with a lot of events and stuff right. that yeah, there was sometimes some worked and some backfired. There's been a lot of new publishers trying to put out a lot of new comics. Yep. Uh, still pretty strong in graphic novels, but overall we felt that there wasn't quite 
as many breakout graphic novels as 2014, which was kind of interesting. Definitely more all ages books on that's my true. list so this been, year yep. than probably would have been in any previous year, just yeah, because too. they would have been edged out by the sheer number of other things. Right. I think only one of mine is all ages. <laughs> uh oh, well, that's it, still pretty great. Yeah. I mean, for a top ten list of a full year. Yeah, it's a really good one. But yeah, so uh, the three of us here do not know what's on each other's list. So we've nope. seen a few from other people at Big Planet. So we're uh, going to do what? Start we'll do with number 10. Should we start? Oh, we start with series, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So. so this is our best series of 2015. Top 10. Uh, who wants to start? Uh, should we go in just around in a circle? Yeah, that makes sense. I'll start. All, All right. right. Kelly first. My number 10 is Batman. Batman? Mm-hmm. Oh. The what Batman. about Batman did you like this year? Um, pretty much everything that Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo are doing on yes. that book, like the whole, just yeah, I don't even know what the, great. Like, what, it, what the current arc is called, like, and all the stuff leading up like to Endgame it. Endgame like, was great. Endgame mm-hmm. was great, and just I've never really cared a whole lot about Batman, well, and I care about impressive. him so deeply. Yeah, he's a lot. He's a lot more um, nuanced. And, and they stuff. managed to take him. They took Bruce out of the game and made it. Even Still more cool. interesting, yeah. Yeah. which is really incredible, and introduce new characters. And I don't know. I was just like, it, it's crazy to me that in a given week, Batman would be like the most yeah. the thing I was most excited to read. Yeah, and was, that definitely happened. It was definitely like somewhere like around eleven or twelve on my list. By the time I got yeah. done, <clears throat> it was pretty close because it's definitely. I agree that it's, it's awesome. Did you have it on your, anywhere on your list? No, nope. You didn't read a lot of it. That's why. Yeah, no. you don't read anything. Jared doesn't read any comics. He reads issue ones, and that's the it. The comics were hard, I, I will admit. <laughs> well, this is the only DC book on my list. Oh, so. oh any, that's uh, also interesting. Yeah. Um, let me look at my list real quick. Uh, I actually only have one book that's not an image book on here. Yeah. Oof, I, I have a Vertigo, um, but I don't yeah. have any DC. All right, so All right. my number 10 yep. is Birthright oh, uh, from Image. So good. Birthright's pretty great. It's been pretty good the last... Uh, Year. I mean, it's been good since the beginning, but why do you love it? If you don't know what it is, I yeah. guess it's like a uh, you know, kid disappears, shows up a few years later, and he's basically Conan, and he's been in a magical world where time passed by faster, and he's like the chosen one, but now he's being controlled by like the Dark Lord. Uh, I don't know. It's really fun. I like the dynamic between him and his younger brother, yeah. like going on adventures, and um, there's a lot of twists and turns, and it's there's always so it's always twists. exciting, yeah. yeah. And it's you know the way I picked out this list is just going down it and being like oh which one of these would i read first and yeah then like yeah take that out and be like now which one of these would i read first and then i kept <laughs> going down until i got to the to this list but this was yeah this one was a close close one yeah but, birthright never really captured me as yeah a, as i mean a book, so yeah i feel like i think i don't know i think it's the brothers thing that kind of got me but mm-hmm. yeah it's good that's a good um, extra bit to it. what do you got jared what's number 10 uh, actually you have a uh, five 10 A's, which are my honorable mentions. I just want to <laughs> say real quick. Cheating. I couldn't get them on the list, but I, I forgot. I did have one DC one on here, which is Convergence Shazam, which was a two-part thing. Oh, yeah. with, that was uh, good. Uh, just an old school, really fun Shazam right. story. Uh, Giant Days. I'm bet Liz will show up on some other ones. Uh, James Bond. Uh, we Stand on Guard, which was just ridiculous, but of, really uh, fun. And Where is Jake Ellis, which uh, right. number five came out <laughs> of the five-part series after two years after of number four. Maybe more than that. Uh, yeah, maybe more. But anyway, I just put it on there because it was still great. But, so are all oh of those God. your number 10? Which is your true number 10? Those are 10? my 10 A's. Those are all, those are all honorable, the, uh, mentions. honorable mentions. Oh, my, right. Lord. Uh, my number 10 was Secret Wars from Marvel, the big event crossover crazy book, uh, which was basically all the different universes of Marvel get smashed together into a battle world where it's like a little bit of each universe. Which is run by Doctor Doom, god who has the powers Doom. of a god, and it got crazier from but there. But it comes such like a great story by the end. It's like, yeah. 
the ultimate Reed Richards Doctor Doom story. Yeah. Uh, mm. It was very Marvel nerdy. It really paid off. If you're like, oh, I remember that one time that there was a story right. with Hulk. But it had a lot of like universe. emotional payoff too. But yeah, but uh, uh, once you got past that, it had some really good character build up. It's still very much like you have to care who Reed Richards is, you know, and why right. and Doom have had so much backstory. I'm glad they delayed it just because uh, the art team. I mean, it's, yeah. It was, it was odd, like I uh, can imagine Rich, the last issue being any, it was amazing, you know, better done by anybody else. Yeah, so really big ideas by Jonathan Hickman and really great art by Saad Ribich and just awesome. It, it yeah, was like definitely one of the thing, best events that's that the big, any of the companies has had. the big stories that you want from Marvel and DC that so rarely come off well, and this actually came off very well. Yeah, uh, that's our number, number ten. All right, what's your number nine? Saga. Uh, Saga. Saga. Yeah, Saga is one of those books that this actually wasn't on my list to begin with. Um, and Saga is one of those books that is just so consistently great that right. sometimes you, you forget, forget yeah. how consistently great it is. But thinking back, like there were definitely issues where I just I read it and I put it down and it was just like, God, <laughs> <laughs> I think God. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it was for me. It was on my list, but so consistently great that it got edged off. Yeah, I, just, I take it for granted. It's always awesome. <laughs> well, I really love what they did with separating the family right. and still keeping stories. it family yeah. centered and keeping it interesting. Um, I just, yeah. I think I it didn't. It was a, it was a, almost on my list, but I didn't make it on there because I, I think the problem I had, I think it was a little too much stuff going on that sometimes i lost track of who was where and what was going on and what yeah it'll probably read yeah. better how old they together. were at some yeah. points i never had that problem yeah because so. like, there was so many like uh the main problem is the robots like i was i'm always like which one is that no tv heads but <laughs> you can tell by the size of their tvs sometimes but then if i haven't seen them in a few issues the king i'm like is a giant flat screen <laughs> but yeah right well yeah but like the main two like uh, every once in a while like one of them will show up like wait which one is that but uh, stuff like that they're just yeah, it's a little scattered, but I still love it. So yeah, it, it was almost too. on there. Me too. What's your number nine, Nick? What is my number nine? I forgot. Um, Nailbiter, the other Joshua oh. Williamson book. It was like between Nailbiter and Birthright for the last two, but yeah. uh, Nailbiter is always a little more. Um, there's a little more payoff in it. Like every issue ends in a crazy. Every storyline ends in like a crazy twist. Um, and I feel like the it's last one of the best paced few like, yeah comics. I think. I don't know. It's, it's and I'm. It's one of those mysteries that are like I'm super intrigued by, and every time they introduce a new element, I'm like very excited by it. It's, yeah, it, it feels like a TV show in the way you think TV show should be. That is really hard for a TV show to do. It's a little so. bit like Lost in the way it like always has some kind of cliffhanger and some yeah. revelation, but like you can see where it's going. It's it's great. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, my number nine was Airboy, a miniseries from Image by Robinson and Hinkle. Uh, which got a lot of flack for kind of some of the stories they did within it, but still I thought it was very interesting challenge that it was basically Robinson writing him and Hinkle as the main characters right. of the story. But almost all of it's like a breakdown of Alex, uh, or Alex Robinson, of uh, James, Robinson. James Robinson's like whole life. <laughs> yeah, because it used a lot of like, he's taken a lot of creative flack for not being as good a writer as he used to be, and he kind of minds that to make a story out of it and trying to reboot a failed old character. And then, of course, that character shows up in their lives after a debauched weekend of so yeah, so it's got like perhaps fun, fun adventure stuff mixed with like this yeah. really personal, uh, like he like you know he like almost like hates himself. So you you hear some like and you're not sure how much of it's real, but and then they did some good stuff with the coloring where like their lives were this kind of boring like tan and teal color, and then the world of Airboy, this you know adventurous some 
swashbuckler fighting Nazis with flying planes was right. awesome and bright colors and the, the golden age. I thought that was a really good contrast. Yeah, it's so. good. And it ends actually really well. Yep. It's very dramatic. <laughs> uh, That's all our number nines. Yep. Yeah. All right. What's your number eight, Kelly? Copperhead. Oh, Copperhead. Yeah, Copperhead. Uh, yeah. Awesome sci-fi western. Um, had a long break this year, which was frustrating. Right. <laughs> yeah. but still, it's currently on a long break right now. Yeah. But still, just every issue brought yeah. me back into it. I never had any problem catching up with it. Um, yeah. I, I like it a it. lot. I like, I mean, I love the main two uh, characters, like the, the Clara and Boo. Is that, is that the name? I couldn't <laughs> yeah. remember their names. I was like, the sloth looking dude and the, and the, the woman. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, they have a good, an interesting dynamic. I, I think the only reason I didn't have it higher is, is I. Uh, I don't know. I th- I feel like it, I'm not as connected to some of it as I wanted to be, but I still love it. I mean, it's, it's it was almost on there too. <laughs> There's so many good things this year. Yeah, it's kind of hard to like. I know, like everything that people said, I'm like, oh yeah, that was so good. I just picked the <laughs> stuff that like I enjoyed reading the most. Yeah. Like, not necessarily that I think are like like I could think that something's better and not, not sure, like but it as much. You enjoy it more, yeah, yeah a different way. Yeah, like I think you know, Shino's List is probably a good movie, but I don't really want to watch it again. That's true. <laughs> like. Well, <laughs> I never want to watch bring it. that into Copperhead? <laughs> well, I'm just like, like certain things you know are like, this is a good a movie. Weighty, you know? Okay. Capital G. Great but I'm like, thing, I don't want to watch yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm a little what? insulted, but go on. Like a lot of like the big <laughs> movies this year, I'm like, that are like, you know. That are heavy. We're not talking are, yeah. about movies. But anything, like anything, any medium, like if it's, I can tell when things are good. Like I'd rather watch, like you watch Star Wars, right? But like, you, there's probably movies you think are generally like a better movie. You know what I mean? Like. In the, the grand scheme, why of are you pinning me to the no, wall? I'm not on this, wall. man. Uh, I was just an example. That's what, like the best example I could think of. Like you love Star Wars, but like it's true. you know, there's probably a movie that's there, there's things that you war. appreciate for the greatness, right. but are not as fun to experience. Right. So that's how I try to make all this. Anyway, what's your number? But eight? anyway, okay. number eight is Thor slash the Mighty Thor. Nice. Yeah. What, about, what about Thor's? That's Thor's been off now. Uh, just, I mean, yeah, but that's why, it's just so different that I, I yeah, couldn't yeah. really include it, but. Yeah, Thor and Mighty Thor have been great. Um, that was uh, one of Peter's top three, I believe. Oh, really? Yep. That was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Jason Aaron's been killing it. And the art by, uh, oh, man. Russell Dodderman. Russell Dodderman has oh, been great. Oh, so good. And, I, uh, you know, most of the first storyline, people were like, Who's, who is she? Like, who's Thor? And then, you know, once you find out, like, that the story even becomes even better. <laughs> it's, like, much more yeah. interesting dynamic. Yeah, they did a really good job of, like, Basically, when the big reveal happened, it didn't lessen your interest in the book. Right. Like it, Where often when it that happens, you the lose the thing that, that keeps you coming thing. back. Yeah. But no, because the reveal introduced something that was even more interesting. Yeah, so much more, yeah. so many more problems. Yeah, such things. a good heroic dynamic. Yeah, was revealed, which I thought was great. Yeah. It worked super well, and it's working really well. And I mean, her presence in all new, all different Avengers too is yeah. like right. really benefiting That's from true. that. She's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so that was my number nine. How about you, Jared? Number eight. That was eight. That was eight. Yeah. Whoa, we're already at eight. Uh, my lost eight track. was Providence by Alan Moore and Jason Burroughs, which is his, Alan Sweet. Moore's attempt to take all the Lovecraft horror stuff of the 20s and 30s and show kind of how they all tied together in some ways with this kind of naive writer guy trying to investigate everything. And of course, Lovecraft just means you're going to go insane uh, investigating this horrible stuff. Yeah, it's stuff. all about people reading books and going insane. But he kind of is really exposing how awful this would be. It's not, it, there's no like kind of excitement of like, Ooh, a cool monster. You're just like watching a man get torn to pieces mentally and sometimes physically. And just like, it's appalling. Like yep. issue six had one of the worst things I've ever seen in a comic. <laughs> and I'm like, up. I have, I, that's uh, the only reason I, it's not normal. You'll get to number six and you'll see it was, it was very, very clever and appalling. <laughs> um, 
uh, it wasn't higher on my list. I think the writing's fantastic. It's just that Jason Burroughs' art is still it's all right. a little it's stiff. Avatar uh, style. Yeah. On the other hand, he's really good at drawing monsters, and there's right. some really cool, like, right. creepy things showing up in the basements of old New England. <laughs> so if you're into the horror stuff, definitely worth checking out. All right. That was our number eights. Now we're on to number seven. What do we got for number seven? My number seven was Bitch Planet. Nice. Nice. Back again. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Well, I mean, last year only one issue had come yeah. out, so <laughs> this was the, mostly yep. the, the bulk of it. Yeah. And... um. Even with, there were some heartbreaking breaks <laughs> where it took a while for issues yeah. to come out. But right. even with that, just like, I feel like every single issue was an accomplishment. Like, I came away right. with a different kind of story and a different, I mean, well, they're, they're, most of them made me angry. And I still yeah. like really, but it's a good kind of anger, right, right, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's like satire, like uh, almost. Yeah. Like, very I mean, point, it is. Very but. pointed satire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it's also that she's really good at kind of doing episodic stories. Yeah, So definitely. even with a break, you still get a complete right. tale in each one, which I think works really well. Yeah, no, it's crazy good. Just the, the character stories and the way the world is being built together bit by bit. Like, it's infuriating, but it's <laughs> yeah. the best kind of anger. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I I liked it a lot, but I think the only reason it's on my list is because it was so sporadic. Like, yeah. I had trouble keeping up with it eventually, like, because there was a long gap between, like, but, four and five. Yeah, yeah. I sat luckily, down and reread them yeah. all. Yeah, first, I think... The first book just came out of one through five, right? Right. Yep. And that, I just noticed, was, I think, one of our bestsellers around uh, the holidays. Yeah. I thought that was pretty awesome was huge. that a lot of people were finally just reading it all at once. And I think probably by next year, I'll probably... It might be, like, on my list. Make it yeah, up there. Yeah, one number. Because, yeah. Next few years. There's only had, been, like, three issues this year or something, so... Yeah. But no, like five. What's it on now? Six, it on six? Six or seven? Oh, yeah, six just came out. Yeah. yeah, so five. Five, yeah. But that, yeah, it's five and like... That's <laughs> better eight, than eight some or nine. Why than... are you putting down every single yeah, one of man. my picks? I'm not. You yeah, are. You are. <laughs> I said I loved it. I said it's probably going to be on my list next year. You, um, you managed to take Copperhead and turn it into a conversation about Schindler's <laughs> List, which I'm still not clear on. <laughs> You'll figure it out eventually. Okay. Anyway. Just listen to it again. All anyway. right. What is your number seven? Oh, what is my number seven? You can start fighting back. Oh, mine's Stray Bullets. Like, oh. The funny thing is I didn't actually even remember Stray Bullets because like, it wasn't on one of our lists. So like, I went around, walked around the store and I was like, wait, Stray Bullets. Uh, Stray Bullets is like kind of like Saga where like it's it's always consistently good that I always forget yeah. how great it is. But um, yeah, I mean, the the last storyline, um, the Sunshine and, oh man, I can't remember. Roses. Roses uh, has been pretty amazing. And I don't know, David Latham is really good at, the uh, dark crime stuff, but it's just like people making horrible decisions, right? But the, all the pe- <laughs> all the characters kind of ring true to yeah. a certain extent. So I don't know. It's it's very uh, depressing, <laughs> but it's great. Yeah. But it, yeah, that's one of those ones. Is like it's really good, but like I, all the time, yeah. It's not. I feel weird rereading it because I'm like, oh, this is be really depressing. Yeah, but yeah, it's great. Like uh, Schindler's List. Like Schindler's List. Uh, what do you got, Jared? Uh, my number seven is Descender. Uh, which is a really cool sci-fi one with lots of uh, robots in the future uh, that have basically destroyed most of the planets, and then there's a huge robot rebellion, anti-robot rebellion, and all the robots are destroyed. And then after that, they find a cute little kid robot who everyone thought was destroyed, and many, many twists, which I thought was a cool thing. Like, yeah. there's amazing art on this, the art is uh, but really good characterization. And what that little Tim, the boy robot, yeah. is just such a cool character, and he's got a little scrappy robot dog, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like. It takes a few issues to really kind of hook into the bigger story, right. and then the twists just keep coming. 
Um, so really cool sci-fi with really good character. Yeah, it was it was like number ten on my list until oh really? Until I remembered Stray Stray Bullets. bullets. Ah. (laughs) But yeah, and the art's awesome. So that when Dustin wins art, yeah, so good. It's very good. Uh, what's next? Six. Six. What do we got? My six is Moon Girl and Devil Dino, which despite only having two issues come (laughs) out at the end of the year, still. Well, for one, I spent six months like ecstatically excited yeah. about it, which I can't discount. Yeah, <laughs> um, that helps. That helps a lot. And then was like richly repaid for my excitement. Um, I love this book so much. I love the dynamic between the two of them. I love um, the art on it is fantastic. The yeah. writing is great. Like it just, I, I can't overstate how much this That's book means cute. to me. So that was the of all of the sort of like post secret war stuff that was the one thing that, that made like it actually did it that made yeah. it onto my list just because it like is worth it yeah it's like well, on the same level as like miss marvel which is like kind yeah. of a, a breakout kind of like, like step forward and what different and comics. fun yeah, yeah but it's a different yeah yeah it's a completely like she it's not the same little girl character you no, right. you have seen right. and i just i love that about her and yeah i love the sort of like that she's this kind of hard ass <laughs> Right. and he's nerd. the like yeah. giant puppy like right. i love it <laughs> to be clear he is a t-rex he's it's a amazing t-rex. he's a devil dinosaur uh um, was the second or third one where like where, where are all the beasts that have followed her through the, show up in like they yeah, steal like just clothing i think that was in. number two. Oh my god that yeah was, that, that panel I was, was incredible i was cracking up that was amazing. <laughs> really funny yeah uh what's my number six? Oh, outcast yeah, I, the more I thought about Outcast, it's, it's really it's been really, really, really good. Especially yeah. like the last storyline has been really great. Like, I guess Paul Azaketa's art is the biggest part of it because it's yeah. it's so good. It's so um, it puts you in the perfect mood for the story, and and the colors are perfect. And uh, the main character's gone through some terrible things, but uh, it's interesting to see like people starting to come up along to his side and like. Um, getting hints at like the bigger story and the dynamic between him and the preacher. Um, I can't remember his name, but um, yeah, it's great. They've been reading outcast, you know, probably way Way behind. behind. (laughs) Way behind. Yep. Oh my gosh. It's funny. Our our lists are only different because some of us haven't read read all the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That was mine. What's yours? Uh, My number six was letter 44. Another one that Nick insisted I needed to catch up on. And he was right. Uh, this, I, I think I would compare, even though it's a crazy sci-fi thing crossed with a political thing is I think most applicable towards like Game of Thrones fans. Cause it's just like so much weird politicking and like everyone trying to do the best thing and it's always backfiring and like other right. people have schemes that cut back on them and stuff. And it's got aliens in the asteroid belt that might be blowing up the earth and super science <laughs> weapons and spaceships and crazy yeah. politics. It's like the West Wing crossed with Game of Thrones crossed with, I don't know, like evil et or something evil it's ET. amazing that, I, movie, uh, that movie evil et i yeah. feel like it's one of those books that it reads better in a trade though because I, I used it's to read it in issues and stuff. i could not keep up particularly because yep. it would go back and forth between earth and the politics which right. was complicated enough on yeah. its own and the stuff that was happening in space and i could never remember <laughs> what I crisis could, had just occurred yeah. in space i think that might be one of the reasons it's not on my list because like i keep I keep forgetting where well, I am. Yeah, it's just what you easy said. to lose the, track of. You said I should catch up, and I read the first, the third trade just came out, so I read three trades to re-catch up, and that read a lot better. Yeah. It, so I, I mean, it's definitely I good. There's always like way. a crazy twist happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, so that was our number sixes. Oh, what's number five? Now we're getting close. My five is Effigy. Oh, Dear oh. Departed oh. Effigy. 
uh, oh, which man. was you have an effigy for effigy. I do. Yes, this is my effigy for <laughs> effigy. Uh, which was this crazy great Vertigo book um, that was canceled at like issue seven. They did. It was supposed to be at twelve. Line, they did the storyline for six and. Like summed up everything else in issue seven. It was just was the most compacted story. It ever. was heartbreaking. It was just one of those comics that, like, the first issue was incredibly intriguing, and when you get an issue like that, often it lo- you know you lose it in the second issue because yeah, it's hard to sustain yeah. it. But every single issue introduced something else that kept mm-hmm. me interested, right. and it would get in a way crazier, but not in a way that felt like they were losing control of it, like. I yeah, always was, believed that this was going to a place. It was the closest to like an old school Vertigo series that they always had those kind of twists and different storylines going on. Yeah. But, but you could see the sort of thing where you like they plotted this out and they know right. every beat that's going to try and happen to build up this mystery and reveal stuff. And yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the art was crazy great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, y'all, if you want to kickstart a new series of Epigene, <laughs> I am there. Like, there I, go. I. I'm not going to, well, I cried a little bit when I found that it was canceled. <laughs> like, I honestly did. That's how excited yeah, I was sucks. It sucks for that, every single yeah. issue of that. Well, I did the same thing that, like, I'm like, ah, this was good. Let me just read it, the first trade when it came out. And I read the first trade. It was the first six issues. I'm like, awesome. And I turned the page. And it's issue seven. And it's just like, here's what would have happened next. I'm like, no, where's yeah. the rest? <laughs> Maybe I didn't read issue seven. Yeah, you'll you'll remember it. Seven's like, and then this, and then this, and then this. And like, I don't oh. think I read it. Yeah. You should read it. But I remember finishing the first storyline, and it's great. The first storyline's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, come on, Vertigo. Uh, my number five is Paper Girls. Oh, which was awesome. New breakout. Uh, I can't remember which is I. T- I can't remember which issues came out last year. I whatever. Think four and Three five four, came out yeah. this year, but whatever. Um, yeah, Paper Girls is you know, four. New, one new, through four came out. Did they? Yeah, right. five is the only one I think that has come out. In so Brian Kavon's new new series. Uh, about paper girls in the 80s who get involved with some crazy time travel shenanigans. Um, but it's so good, and it's good in how it slowly reveals everything, and you get a big, uh, more and more built on top of each other. And then the girls are always have like really funny, like uh, distinct personalities. Yeah, such good characters. Um, yeah, it's great. Plus, the and Cliff Chang's art, art is incredible. Cliff Chang's art is nuts. <laughs> yeah. This is higher on my list. Um, uh-huh. And I'll say that one of the big things about it for me, again, was the anticipation stuff. There was, yeah, it sure. was announced at Image Expo, and right. like, it was the only thing that I yeah. can remember that was announced at Image Expo because yeah. I was so excited uh, yes. about it. So, I mean, it's like you may recall team. that we turned yeah. our entire front table into Paper right. Girls number one. When yeah. Paper Girls came out, like, it was incredible. Uh, so, yeah. That's good. All right. Yeah. Um, what are we on? Number five? 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 Yep. My five is Archie, the reboot uh, by Mark Wade and Fiona Staples for the first three issues. Uh, although they've switched artists since, it's still Mark Wade writing. Um, I mean, I love the idea of Archie. Everyone grew up reading this. Or almost everyone grew up reading that kind of simple Archie style stories of just, you know, fun teens in a kind of 1950s innocence type of way, having hijinks and adventures and some, you know, cute romance. Uh, the thing I was most impressed by this, like, it's a really good reboot that keeps that old tone of it but completely updates the the feeling of it so it doesn't see feel old or dated yeah it's much um, more modern for sure but then in the back of each issue they would reprint an old issue of archie and you're like mark wade's just like <laughs> here's the first appearance of archie ever yeah. and he's like i just took that plot line and updated it and you're like this is awesome it's literally the you know the first time that archie meets veronica or whatever right. um which is like horribly crazy art with like this often psychotic uncle of archie's <laughs> who was like trying to murder people or like do bank scams or something that's pretty good um 
So it just kind of shows how timeless these stories are that, you know, it's just, it's good fun with great characters that are, you know, just such icons of what they are now. But this update, I mean, Fiona Staples just killed it. Like, she perfectly had the look of what these people would be like, and it's great. It is, and the artists that they've had since are not anybody to scoff at. They've they've had Annie Wu and now Veronica Fish um, are really good. But yeah, no, no, the new... I never would expect to love an Archie book <laughs> right. as much as I love this Archie book. It's so good. Even Jughead is really good. Yeah. I have never cared at all about Jughead, no, and I care about did. him the most. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which, yeah. what, where did that come well, from? He was always like, uh, like wimpy and Popeye. He was like, like a kind of comic relief. Just side like, I don't yeah, know, I eat I some d- cheeseburgers or whatever. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I love. But yeah, them. he's got a little more depth to him. Now. They really, they really like leaned into the like Jug- Jughead Archie and Jughead uh, Betty friendship, and right. I really, really love that. Which is super important. Yeah, I mean, that there's all this drama going on, but there's a lot of great friends involved. Right, so. that no matter as goofy as he is, like he'll still go to bat for yeah. his buds, which I think I really appreciate. All right, those are number fives. Yep. Now we got our number fours. All right, my number four is Captara. Oh, interesting. Nice. Uh, which you might know as the gay He-Man comic, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Well, that's that's what uh, that's how Chip Zdarsky describes, <laughs> Is it. That how he yeah. describes it. Yeah, that's kind of what he started with. Yeah, no, I like it's as Chip Zdarsky as a comic can be yeah. in terms of like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's a whole issue where the the enemy that they're facing are basically internet trolls. No, oh, right. But it it is still, I don't know. It doesn't cross the line into the area of too ridiculous right. because I still care a great deal about the main character right. and also the just like the weird other characters like <laughs> I don't know I yeah. love them all <laughs> the issue where they're like just in that bar like talking about um oh, what is it the the guy's son who died I, I oh forget. yeah yeah <laughs> and, like the entire issue is just in the bar but that's pretty funny yeah yeah it's great I, I haven't actually read the last couple issues I need to read they're so good yeah it's very good it's um I'm glad I remembered it because it's one of those books where I pick up the new issue and I read it and I'm like, I always forget how great this <laughs> yeah, comic right. is yeah. until I read the new issues. And so I would like made a point. <laughs> now that the trade is out, we have it like prominently right. represented. Great. Like I'm not going to forget Captara. All right. What's my number four? Uh, Deadly Class. Deadly oh, Class yeah. is awesome. Um, it's a Rick Remender's comic about uh, teenagers in an academy for murder whatever. like they're training to be assassins so um like king's dominion yeah it's called yeah. king's dominion <laughs> which is hilarious only the people <laughs> only in virginia um yeah. but yeah the uh the main characters uh are all like kind of involved in various like love triangles and so there's a lot of like high school drama it reminds me of like a like if buffy was like an hbo show or something like it was because it's it's got that you know high school you know, love triangle stuff, but it's like really messed up and everybody has a really screwed up backstory. Yeah. Um, it's really dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's really dark, but it's, and it's also like a lot of it's based on Rick Remender's, uh, teenage years. Um, he puts a lot, it's all set in the eighties. Like when he grew up, Yeah, he puts in a lot of his experience in it, like with the acid and stuff was all something he went through. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like also very funny. Yeah. As dark as it is. And it's, and it's also crazy good action, especially like the, the latest storyline has just been like, a action nonstop and it's i don't know it's great That's it actually funny. lost me this year and mostly it was because oh of the the high school the, love, the love triangle, triangle stuff oh, i really? get i get so tired of that stuff so quickly we should keep, and go, you I should just keep going because for me i lost a little interest be, keep up. not because of that but because of the action 
Like, oh, really? I, I felt like it got a little too over the top for me. Like, oh, God, I, I, I love the romance stuff. I thought it was such a the way it is right now is really crazy. Yeah, I don't know we're just like everybody happened. kill each other. Whoever survives moves on to the next year. Yep. Oh, I don't know if that is a thing that would interest me at all. Um, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. It's crazy because it it's got like the little um, uh, the little uh, the, the crappy little kid that's like. Uh, the, the one that's tattling like, on everybody. Yeah, he's like, kid, yeah. yeah, and he's like kind of in control of the school, and it's I don't know, it's great. His dynamic with his like weird secretary is just it's so bizarre, but it's it's great. Uh, but it still has like that teenage romance stuff in the middle of it. Um, but yeah, that was it. Deadly class. What you at? Uh, my number four is Usagi Ojimbo by Stan Sakai. Again, yeah. just utterly consistently awesome. This is issue 151. I think it's like the 25th or 30th anniversary of him starting. Is this issue 151 of from the of beginning or the is it of the Dark second Horror volume? Series. Right. The third volume. Oh, the third volume. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. there's like the short one. He did like 60 or 70, 80 issues before. It's crazy. He's done like 250 issues. Something. Uh, but yeah, just for like 25, 30 years, one of the most consistently great comics that like, yeah, I love this as a kid. I still love it. It's one of those books that's never changed uh, no. at all. It like, just his art gets a little bit better, and he comes up with continually great stories. And it's incredible. Yeah. Has this you know twenty plus years of character development to just be like, oh my gosh, it's an old character shows up. I'm so excited to see them again. Yeah, and it's perfectly good while still uh, being very well researched historically. I'll say I'm and about everyone's animals. I'm about thirty <laughs> or forty issues behind, so I need probably to, I need to catch up. Yeah, I think I read up to volume twenty of the books. Uh, I think it's on, on 20. volume 29. Is it on 29? 29. Oh, maybe I, I made it a little further than that. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely read those first 20 in like a period of like two weeks or yeah, something is, like that. Yeah. It was insane. It's hard not to stop once you get into it. Um, but and I decided I'm go- I was going to wait till I had another giant chunk of it to read. So. <laughs> well, now you do. Because then I, if I got to a point where I was done, done, I would be like, no. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, um, but yeah, he took a long break to come back after he did that other series. Yeah. So. Well, he did the miniseries too. The, uh, that's what I'm saying. Senso. Senso, Senso one, which is so like the last Usagi story. Yeah, so it's just nice to get it. Which has a crazy the... twist at the end, too. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, yeah. So great. So that was our number fours. Nope. Yep. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Number four. Number oh, number top three. Top three. All right. Oh, number three for me is Southern Cross. Oh, nice. interesting. Uh, one of my absolute favorite books that started this year and c- continue to come out this year. Just sort of like <laughs> I love the... The of, whole atmosphere of it and the the tension building and j- I don't know, just I like ghost stories. I like nautical stuff. I like sci-fi stuff. And this combined <laughs> all of those things. There you go. Um, I love that Annie Bellinger is draws as close to Becky Cloonan as Becky Cloonan yeah, could right. be. And so it just like it feels like a Becky Cloonan book. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also insanely good at like the really great sci-fi machinery stuff yeah. which and like, really uh, spaceship really, is such a big character it's so yeah. huge he also does those crazy layouts like that with people walking through the ship yeah. which are pretty yeah. interesting no i love that book i think it's another one that's only not on there cuz cuz it was like inconsistent it was like it so late such a long break but I, I, I never yeah. read the last few so i, I, I it could have been on here <laughs> Well, yeah, I feel like you the, failed I feel like all my, it's the best. I feel like all my books are on here because they're like come out consistently. <laughs> no, that's, that's part of it. But yeah, I mean, um, I mean, that's important. But yeah. yeah, no, I never I never gave up. <laughs> never gave up. I, I mean, I didn't it. give up. I just, you know, I just never, didn't get back to it because I have to reread it. Uh, it's yeah. been a while. I'm definitely going to read it. Um, what's my number three? My number three, three is East to West. Nice. Which also actually has lately had. Kind of a sporadic schedule. Yeah, had a high. It was mostly there. on time. Um, but yeah, East to West is just always. It's always one of the first things I read when it's when it's in my stack because, um, 
the world building is pretty incredible and um i love the main character and now his his son is also a very interesting character he's like the almost like the antichrist but he's like very naive but also very intelligent and he's like wandering the wastelands with this little balloon that's like teaching him how to hunt and stuff it's pretty pretty crazy yeah um but also lying to him yeah as it teaches yeah yeah it definitely it has it has a a slant yeah there's a a lot of crazy things going on it's like it's one of those books that's impossible to even put into words what it's about (laughs) like it takes me a while whenever somebody asks beginning but then it gets more complicated right but yeah that just means the world's but it's always so interesting like Yeah, especially like the last storyline had like a big war breaking out and that was only like a few issues of it. It was like a war and like there's it's just yeah, it's it's the most epic thing um coming out now. But anyway, that was East West. What do you got, Jared? Uh my number three is Demon by Jason Shiga, which is nice. uh Jason Shiga is one of my favorite like writers, just that he's so clever yeah. that he has very clever characters. And this one is uh we reviewed it way back when the the guy basically discovers that he can, if he ever dies, his mental abilities jump into the body of the nearest person to him, and he comes to the conclusion that he's possessed by a demon. Uh, and rather than rather trying to figure out how to stop this, he just <laughs> starts like, all right, cool, can I get out of this? What can I do with it? And then he realizes that he's being hunted by a government agency trying to stop him, and he just tries to escape and do his own thing. And he gets even crazier. That's like the first two issues. Um, so inventive in just like outthinking characters, outthinking each other, and what you could do with this sort of like supernatural ability. It's so amazing. Yeah, I need to read it. I I only yeah. read the first few, and then we kept selling out of a few of them. So yep. that's another one that fell down because I I couldn't read it. <laughs> yeah, I think I've read like one to twelve all at once. I'm just gonna so read it when it's all done. It's almost done. How, it's, long, how long is it supposed to be? I think two more issues, like twenty four something like that. Twenty four issues. I'll read it when it's all done. Yeah, it's almost done. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What number, was that? Two. number two. Number two. Oh, I'm already at number two. Uh, Paper Girls. Yeah. There you go. There you Which go. is, For all the I would like said. to <laughs> point out, the only overlapping book we have had thus far. Yeah. F- between the I three of us. I think it might be us. on Jared's list, too. Nope. No? Oh. Nope. I didn't do it. Wow. No, um. I love Paper Girls. I mean, a new one came out today, so it's like fresh in my mind. <laughs> but, yeah. right. but also, just, I don't, I don't know. It's great. I, I it's love not, it. It's not like anything else that's coming out. Yeah, and... Brian Kavon is doing really cool things with language that That's I love true. too. Oh yeah, with the because uh, you've the got time people. travelers yeah. and they speak in a language that is a variation of modern English, but so, but yeah. you can and it's and he manages to convey one what they're saying and two you can tell how it's this changed. word came yeah. from the word that right. I know right. like that's. That's incredible. Right. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, especially in the new issue, I was reading it and I was like, "This is pretty great." Whenever, whenever the future people start talking. God, yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I definitely agree with that one. It's on my list too. Uh, really, the only crossovers? Oh, this yep. Is, this is crazy. We've all got such good taste. But yeah, it's I don't. So I think me and you might have one more crossover. Right. But number two on my list was Southern Bastards. Oh yeah. Because. Uh, you know, Scalped was always like my favorite book when it was coming out, and I feel like this is almost the same level of of writing and the art and everything co- coming together perfectly. And he does he does the same thing he did in Scalped, where he has like a bigger story, but then you know he'll cut to like all the like side characters' character stories, and yeah. and each one of those is always like completely different and completely fascinating. Um, like the the one about the hunter, are you caught up on it? Yep, uh, the one about the hunter like living in the woods. That one's pretty crazy. And then there's like the jacked up like uh ex jock who's a murderous maniac and 
There are a lot of those. Yeah, but then it's like the yeah. you know the uh, the coach his his assistant yeah. who like his backstory is incredible and even coaches oh coach God, bosses heartbreaking. Yeah, even coach bosses backstory is interesting. Yeah, anytime you can take what appears to be the villain of a story and tell the point the story from his point of view and he becomes a sympathetic and or more interesting character, you know. I don't know if he's ever story. sympathetic, but he is definitely He's a little sympathetic at least yeah. like for when he's at, at the beginning when he's like yeah. young and his terrible things are happening to him. Right, yeah. You can kind of see where he fell from. I think that's the thing. Yeah, yeah you'd see like the turn um but yeah, yeah it's interesting. Um yeah. It's always one of those ones. I'm like, I gotta read this right now. Yep. Um, yeah, that was my number two. All right, Jerry, what you got? Uh, my number two is one that, again, uh, I almost take for granted, but it's almost always the first thing I read every time it comes out. The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, I feel, a few years ago did drop off for me where I was no longer as into it as I was, um, but it's had a kind of re-evolution where it jumped the story forward a few years, yeah. and just since then has had... Just like escalating craziness, but with like still very good character dynamics. Yeah, it's taking on a different like feel. Yeah. Like it's uh, more about community and stuff now. Yeah, which I thought was an interesting rather than trying to survive as a small group. It's like trying to rebuild and survive, right. which I think is a pretty interesting dynamic in the post apocalyptic ideas. And Carl and, gets his eye hole licked. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. still like the moment that sticks out the so most in my head from like, the last happened. year. Oh, it's so creepy and gross. Yep, uh, he can still do it. So um, there you go. But yeah, that's that's like the moment that keeps sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> so rough. Apparently. Um, all right. All right. Number one. What's number one. Number one. All right. My number one is Giant Days. Oh, nice. So yeah, Giant Days is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um. It just hits all of the right notes of friendship and humor and heart and like. The art is great. Like the the physical humor is right. fantastic. I just I love it <laughs> so much. I love the way that these girls relate to each other. I love yeah. the way that they they deal with problems and support each other and make mistakes. And I just it's so good that it got extended. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be now six it, issues, right? Supposed to be six, and then it was twelve, and now it's an ongoing. Oh, it's an ongoing now. Mm-hmm. I oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, that's, that's, cool. oh, that's awesome. Um, I think the art gets worse when they lose Lisa Trimmon. Um, But she's an animator for Disney, so (laughs) she has a busy job. Um, And the current artist, Max Aaron, is actually very good, um, and he's getting better with each issue. Um, But yeah, no, I... I, haven't read, I cannot I haven't, speak highly enough. I've only just haven't read enough of it because I did love it, but I I just uh, this is one of those books I just never. That I'm so like I'm so far behind on like the last years like newer books that I like I have even trouble keeping up with older books. So there's so I'll much, have to catch up. Like on everything it. we said has been good. There's so much good stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I have a, I can't even read like the old stuff I've been reading for years. I have trouble like keeping yeah, up with just, exactly. Like, yeah, I don't um, know. I just it's a book that is at its heart about the friendship between three women and is interesting and funny in every single issue and yeah. that's like that's an incredible yeah. thing in comics yeah <laughs> and even for, i love like, it the crazy drama of what happens is still grounded so much right. in that it's yeah. not like oh you know not like aliens or time travelers it's just like here's a great story and no and great. there's weird stuff oh, there's that's, super a, weird that's stuff, you know but, that's yeah. a little bit fantasy but it still yeah. feels because it, ha- it happens all at college and you're like yeah. no i can kind of see that happening right, right. <laughs> so yeah that's my number one all right giant so days. good so now i'll have to go eat more some, some more giant days yep. um not that I didn't like it. I like it. Um, what's my number one? Lazarus. Lazarus. Like, literally, I was looking at my list. I'm like, I forgot Lazarus. You forgot Lazarus? <laughs> it's not on here. Oh, you forgot about it. No. Oh, God, Lazarus. I, I just caught up on it. It's still one of my favorites. But it's the best. Yeah. Um, 
it's always like the first thing I read every week it comes out like it's I even like usually like we're we'll get like our shipment and I'll we'll start sorting through it and I'll get to Lazarus in the box and be like I gotta take a break. <laughs> I gotta That's give, the best sign. Yeah, gotta read this. Unpacking, take a break. Because this I, the last year's storylines have been so good. Like the the conclave one where they were all on like a oil rig in the middle of and all the families finally where meet. all the like high, and there's all these members. like people stabbing each other in the back and. Uh, literally or not and like yeah. each storyline has been a completely different feeling because the current one is like a full-on like war storyline yeah. um with like um you know everybody's kind of like trapped behind enemy lines and yeah i i don't know it's always so good and the and the the dynamics between the different family members are so fascinating too and they change a lot and i'm always like dying to know where it's going next so yeah that's pretty great how about you, Jared? What do you got? Another one no one else mentioned. Uh, the fade out. Uh, I know. I, for, I like, see. See, th- I almost forgot about the fade much. out. I feel like it would be on this list. Yeah, but like, uh, I don't know. 1950s uh, murder noir thing set in Hollywood under the Red Scare, where uh, everyone's getting blacklisted for being supposedly communist. But it's all about secrets. Um, it started to lose me a little bit in it. It was a what, 15, 12 issues, twelve oh. issue miniseries or maxi series, um, but of who there's so many like plot twists and who could have done this and so many investigations that failed. And, but as the end started wrapping up, it got more and more dark and more and more horrible things happened. More focused too. Like you kind of knew what was going on. When it got to the end, I was like, it wrapped up the mystery in a a satisfactory way and still had the horrible, depressing, evil feel of a noir story. It still ended in that depressing, like noir way. So depressing. Nothing good came out of anything that happened. Uh, But yeah, if you want that classic noir feel, it was amazing. There's not a happy ending for any of the characters. Not really. (laughs) Uh, But also amazing art as always. So yeah, Yeah, that's my number one. That's definitely Sean Phillips' best art. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I wish I'd remembered it earlier. It might have been on this list. Well, there you go. Um, But yeah. A lot of uh, a variety from the three of us. Uh, Paper Girls is officially the only thing Nick and I have ever agreed on. There you (laughs) go. I don't think that's true, but it's the only thing we both have on our list. That's true, yeah. That's the only overlap. That's crazy. We only had one book that overlapped at all. I had Giant Days in my honorable mention. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. (laughs) It's like 11 Honorable mentions are not a thing. (laughs) Yeah, and I had, um, what was your number 10? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. What was my number 10? Airboy Secret Wars? No. Something was on your list. Know. Oh, Descender. Descender. It was like barely yeah. didn't yeah. make it on my list. Um, um, so basically view this as a top 29 from the three of us. <laughs> top 29. <laughs> and read all those things because they're all awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, this actually is kind of a cool thing. If there are, th- if like you find that you mostly agree with Nick's stuff or you find like you mostly agree with my stuff, like we probably have overlapping tastes. I would happy, yeah. happily recommend other things yeah, for right? you. Yep. <laughs> like you can see my taste. My, a lot of my books are really dark. Yep. But, uh, a lot of people die on Nick's books. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that's like yeah. happy on this list. Thor, I guess, is kind of Thor like... Thor is probably the like, happiest thing, happy. yeah. 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 The rest are all like pretty Thor's grim. got some darkness <laughs> to it, too. Yeah, yeah but, but it's, it's a different it's kind of like, darkness. Yeah, it's yeah. still fun. It's a noble it's darkness. It's mostly happy, happy fun, smashing yeah. trolls and stuff. Um, not the kind of trolls in Birthright get yeah. horribly b- destroyed. Um, but yeah, that was a good. That was a pretty good list. That's I think we all had pretty great good lists. Comics. I, I think uh, I liked it, everything on everybody's yep, list. I'd really. be happy with reading any of these great books, <laughs> and I do read them all. So. Yeah. All right. Good job, guys. So that was our top ten comics. What top, about ten our top ten series. Now we have our top ten novels. graphic novels. Do we want to do it right now, or do we want to save that for another episode? Nah, we'll do it right now. Okay then. We'll just uh, power through this. 
It Get never ends. Because <laughs> then next time we got to do some. We have so much catching up to do. That's true. We have. There's been like a million number ones like since the last podcast. Got a That's whole new true. year to do. Um, yeah. So let's just power through. We can take a break though. All right, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. All right, we took our break. That was real fast. <laughs> Super quick. <laughs> Instantaneous break. Graphic um, novel time, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> time for our uh, best graphic novels of 2015. These are all our own picks. Yep. Because we don't want to argue about it. Because, uh, whatever. It's but kind I'm, of a waste I'm, of time. I think it's more interesting to see how much there is crossover between Yeah, them. I feel yes. like there'll be more in this category just I don't know. because Jer- there are more things. Jared has a separate stack of, I got than mine. stack of Doom. Because <laughs> I have one, the, the, most of the stuff I have, we have one copy of. So no. I can already see it's going to be different. I all have right. zero books. I carry them all around in my head. That's <laughs> the best way to do it. <laughs> well, some that were like so long ago that I can't remember like yeah. in detail like what happened. I definitely put something lower on the list because I couldn't remember much as much about it as <laughs> so the newer ones. All right, let's do it. Who's okay. starting? You gonna start again? Yeah, sure. All right, All right so my number ten is, um, uh, it, well, it's a little bit of a cheat, but uh, it's Ama four, but oh, I'm including Ama three that in counts. that because both yep. of them came out, yeah. and and basically it's a, it is, the whole of Ama really, yeah. <laughs> because Ama four was the last one, and it was just this insane, incredible accomplishment of like i don't, I don't even I never know mind bendy sci-fi yeah it, the thing that sucks is like that's like frederick peter is like one of my favorites and i never got a chance to read past one what um, oh man sit and down I, with them yeah, yeah and i need just, to i need to do it it'll these, go pretty quickly once them. you've got them all because if, yeah. if i did it probably would be on this list but it, the only reason i didn't is because by the time I, I like was catching up on stuff i hadn't read i was like i can't read three volumes of ama because i have to read these other like 30 books so. didn't you like sit next to him at spx you did yeah i did <laughs> That's shameful. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, not right next to him. He was a little uh, further okay. down, but I couldn't really talk to him. You had to go hide. Yeah. yeah. I haven't read on the two, <laughs> I know, so. right? It's terrible. Oh, that's crazy. I'd say, yeah, it probably would have been like, uh, who knows, not even been I, number I, one. I read all four. I want to go back and reread them from the beginning, though. Yeah. Because so much is like flash forwards and flashbacks and like. That was a problem. That's why I, st- I started out. reading the second one. I was like, I can't remember what happened. So I'll just yeah. wait till they're all out and read it. And then I just never haven't done they're that. Out. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for I, mean I, I bought them also. I can there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing for me. If I if I buy a book, like yeah. that's pretty huge. And yeah. I bought all four of them yeah. and then carried them around me all day too. at SP. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> I, bought, I bought them all without even reading all of them because I was like, yeah, you know, I read the first one. You know, like, Frederick Peters it. is amazing. So like, yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, so, yeah. I haven't even read District 13. Or is that what it's called? Yeah. Book book two. Yeah, I I've it. never read book two. Or, is it just District 14? 14. It is. 14. Yeah, but I still have it in my... Oh, I gotta read book two. I have it at home. I just need to read it. Yeah, it's it's oh, so big. It's like so read, daunting, but I, I need really it, need man. to. It's amazing. It's, yeah. That was on our best of several years back. Like I said, yep. I've been having trouble reading things lately. That um, was the best of. Yeah. Volume one was. Oh, yeah. A couple years ago. Two was so also great. Um, so yeah, my number 10, Ama nice. by Frederick Peters. Awesome. Uh, my number 10 is... Let me grab it. Exquisite Corpse. No, good choice. By uh, Penelope Bagu. We already have an overlap. All right. <laughs> right <off the> <laughs> Double um, recommendation. Yeah, I mean, uh, Exquisite Corpse is about like this uh, young woman who kind of randomly runs into this um, writer, right? Who reclusive author? Yeah, who everybody thinks is dead, right? Yes. That's what it is, right? Uh, this is one of those books I read so long ago that I had trouble remembering, but I remember I loved it, and then now I'm flipping through it, I'm remembering it, and yeah, and they get kind of get into this like crazy relationship that has all these twists and turns to it it looks at the sort um, of i mean it's it's a french book right and manic pixie dream girl is a very american thing but it looks at that sort of idea of the muse right. and and it's basically a book about a muse taking control of the situation right um, it has a great ending it's sure. got a fantastic <laughs> ending. it's like a muse with a personality not just this weird cipher that makes someone else right. cool right so um, it's just 
God, it's, it's a wonderful. great book. <laughs> yeah, and the art, I imagine it's higher on your list. It is, yes. The art is so good. Oh my gosh, it's like this the, the amazing European cartoony style yeah. that just is so amazing. It's so simple and gestural and just yeah. and so pretty too. Yeah, it's like ah, it's so good. Conveys so much. So yeah, yeah. well done. All right, <laughs> thank you. All right, that was number ten. For me, right. What was your number ten? I couldn't. I couldn't. I got. I got five honorable mentions again. Uh, oh wait, uh, or four. let me do my honorable mention. What you got? Quick. What you got? This was, a, this was a book that came out actually at the very end of December last year. December 2014. Yeah, and I, I, and nobody had read it, so we couldn't put it on our list last year. But I read it like right before we did it, and like oh, I wanted to put it on this. I wanted to put it on this list, but I was like, I can't because it technically came out in 2014. But it was, uh, yeah, Arzin Schrauen, which yeah. is like, st- like st- if it was on the list, it would probably be like number one. Like it's like my one of my favorite books I've ever read. It's Still so one of good. the weirdest, most innovative things I've ever read in comics. It's incredible. Um, okay, but yeah, I had to mention it. I'll allow that as an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. that's mean, fair. Yeah, it's like it's like I love it so much. It's like I've never had the chance to put it on any list. So, but yeah, it's great. But Jared has like ten. I've all, oh my I looked. I've only got four. It'll be real quick. Uh, Black River by Josh Simmons. It's uh, so messed up, but yeah, yeah. it's good. Uh, Corto Maltese Beyond the Windy Isles by Hugo Pratt, which of course is came out in the '60s, so that's kind of technical. Uh, Private Eye uh, also came out a year ago online, but um, and then Sea Urchin by Laura Netsker, which I love so much, but oh, yeah. I published it, so <laughs> I couldn't really <laughs> rank right. it higher. But it's sh- yeah, I'd like to mention a lot of the retrofit books. Here. Yes, if that was not published by me, it'd be higher on my list. It's amazing. Oh yeah, I want to mention too. This is sort of backtracking that um, I we went I went back and forth on having Zodiac Star Force on my list yeah. because I loved it so much, but I am we're, I can't be friends. unbiased about it. Like yeah. there's a character in it based on me, and I can't be. Yeah. <laughs> you can rate like, it without looking at that character. I mean, but I yeah. sincerely loved it, and if I didn't know Kevin and Paulina, I would still have read it and still have loved it. Yeah, so. I had the same thing. I, I just completely discounted it because I was like, "There's no way I yeah. can put it on there because it's too I'm too biased." Like right, there. but. At the same time, like, but it's really good. It's really good. In my heart, it's definitely <laughs> yeah. in my top ten. Did you so. read issue four? I have read uh, issue four. I haven't read it. Don't tell me. <laughs> All right, yeah, sneak peek. It comes out next week, everyone. I'm very excited. Uh, but so my actual number ten is Moose by Max D. Radigas, uh, which that was I don't, really good too. That was like somewhere like eleven or twelve oh on mine. Yeah, that <laughs> uh, it's so good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's the it's, kind of messed up that I just can't, deal, can't deal with. with. No, it's so dark and depressing. But it's just like an, a kid in like. It it just feels the thing that's weird is is uh, Max is Belgian I think and this feels, it feels like it could very be American, any American yeah. story ever right. and it just like it's fits true. together so well uh, just this poor kid trying to get through life and like horrible yeah he, stuff he gets like happening bullied, bullied a lot and he the ends bully up was ugh, running with the moose part but, but the yeah. bully was like very like uh, real like that's yeah. kind of exactly what yeah. they're like <laughs> uh, but other than that just like really really good art and just like so evocative and compelling it was yeah. amazing it's great uh but yeah very dark <laughs> yep so dark. all right kelly what do you got what's number, number nine 10. number nine um was something i had to really reach back for i think it was the first book that we reviewed in 2015 and that's sam zabel and the magic pen nice oh, yeah. uh which is one of those books that um i remember very very clearly because when i started reading it i was very sure about what it was going to be and that i was bored by what it was going to be and I almost put it down and I'm glad I didn't because it basically over the course of the book turns takes that and turns it completely around and skewers it so smart smart and it's so satisfying and it's just so worth the read um so yeah I love that book yeah I need to read it again because like 
Dylan and that's Horrocks. Dylan Horrocks, yeah. He's one of my favorite guys for Hicksville uh, and his Atlas Comics. And like, I read it so quickly <laughs> that I need to go back and savor it a little bit more. It's it's so amazing. It's very awesome. Yeah. Uh, my number nine is Saint Cole by Noah Van Skyver. Oh, Speaking of dark, on my list, books, this yeah. one is like the darkest. But it's I don't know. But he had actually uh, so many things come out like last year. I feel yeah. like I feel like he's like the hardest working man in comics. He has like a I new agree. book like every week. Um. But uh, I, I don't know what it was about this one, but I, I, the main character is like this alcoholic who's having trouble with his wife and he's got a newborn and her mom comes to live with them and they're have, struggling with money because he's spending it all on alcohol. Um, and he, he gets in some crazy, <laughs> really awful situations. Um, and it has almost like a almost like a punchline ending. Yeah. But it's still kind of like incredibly dark oh my god nick the stuff um, you enjoy is the stuff that makes me the most uncomfortable yeah. Did you read Sinkle? no no, I, no <laughs> it made me uncomfortable like, oh it made me uncomfortable reading it too yeah, but no, I, I don't enjoy no, that no, at no, all. i enjoy so it in good a certain way. showing like kind of like lives falling apart yeah it's which is it's why appalling. i don't enjoy his oh, stuff I agree. but yeah. it's too yeah. real it's like super real <laughs> yeah. but god it's dark. but then he also did something like phantom bukowski which is like the exact same thing but as like a humorous take on right. it as like yeah, this drunken fair. writer which is hilarious <laughs> So he's got an amazing. I mean, range. this is a, definitely has some yeah. super dark humor in it, but yeah. it's really dark humor. It was so good. Um, yeah, some terrible things happened. Yeah. Um, all right, what's your number nine, Jared? Uh, my nine is hopefully on Nick's list as well. Terror Salter, One Man War on Terror <laughs> by Benjamin Mara, uh, which is the most over the top send up of the kind of jingoistic American action hero guy who can just do anything and get anyone into bed and murder every terrorist in the world. Um, but done in like eighties B movie style right. and just I don't know. It it, it seems like a kind of haha moment until it never stops and it just keeps upping itself further right. and further and further and getting more and more ridiculous and yet somehow all works together. And Mara's kind of like I don't know, purposely stiff old school, like I don't know, nineteen seventies art in some ways just fits it so perfectly and his ridiculous sun aviator sunglasses the guy's wearing the whole time. <laughs> His name is One More Man War on Terror, which is yeah. also important. I, I got to tell y'all, um, right before Christmas, uh, I go to Cafe Mori in Vienna like five times a week. And one of the baristas was like, hey, I want to get a Christmas present for my brother. Like, what should I get him? And I was like, like a graphic novel? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, what does he like? And he's like, oh, well, he likes like action stuff and he likes like weird stuff. And I was like, like how weird, like yeah. goofy weird or like really messed up. And he's like, oh, he likes really messed up. And I was like, by terror assaulter. <laughs> <laughs> and he did and he gave it to him. And then afterwards he was like, that is the weirdest book. And he loved it. That is awesome. <laughs> Just like, it was pretty great. Yeah, our, co- our coworker here, Miranda, like read it and she's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever read. <laughs> yep. She yeah. loved it so much. So yeah, if you, if you want the sex and the violence of america the ridiculous sex and violence to the extreme there's a part, there's a part where he's like having sex with the the pilot as they're, they're trying to like land, land a, plane. a crashing plane it's amazing it's incredible i love uh, that it's like equal opportunity sex oh, he, and violence he, he like he it's totally it across yeah. the he board. kills men women he has sex with men women <laughs> yeah. it does it, not matter it's not just like oh yeah it's a typical thing it's like nope this is an unstoppable force of violence and sex yeah <laughs> it's amazing you can't and terrible terrible uh Punch, punch oh, puns and punchlines. Yeah. And the dialogue. Yeah, the dialogue is so key that yeah. how it's all said, like, I'm ready to kill you now. I'm killing you now. Yeah, oh whenever whenever uh, I show it to anybody, well, first of all, I used to be, I have to know that they will be, all, ready be all right, right looking yeah. for it. And then I'll be like, dude, just flip to any panel and just read whatever <laughs> is just being read it said. Out loud. Yep. I mean, like, uh, the, like the other day, somebody came in and flipped to a page and he's like, 
I can't believe you're hitting me with a nunchuck or something. I was <laughs> yeah. like, there you go. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the book in a nutshell. Like every yes. single panel is the yes. book in a nutshell, which um, is a pretty great accomplishment. Right. Uh, it's, it was amazing. Yeah, you so can just good. read one panel a day and you'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> yep. uh, yes, right. so that was our uh, that was my number, number nines. Nine. What's your number eight? My number eight is Rutabaga, the nice. adventure chef. Oh. Is that on your list it's too? On my list. Yeah, it's. Yep. Um, I knew it was just barely below. It's uh, so good. It's so it's good. Really good yeah. Um, that and w- I'm so excited for the second volume. Like, <gasps> it's just. When's it coming out? Soon. Soon. It's in the oh, next couple months. That was I think. almost a three overlap. It fell off my list. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been something. <laughs> <laughs> and there. it's the first of the all ages books that's on my list. Nice. Yep. Um. Yeah. So this is Rutabaga is about this little chef dude who um, falls in with a group of adventurers in a right. sort of like fantasy land and you know really all he's interested in is cooking so he's like discovering new ingredients as he goes and new animals and different things and some of it is just like like there's a great there's a a great part of it where uh the adventurers who he's with they in any meal they give the best piece of it to the fire as like an offering to a god and rutabaga is like just he can't (laughs) he can't deal with it because it's the best thing that he's made so yeah it's just great and there are whole pages given over to like a step-by-step of how he makes these little not real dishes (laughs) and it's so cute and the cooking always helps them kind of in whatever situation they're yeah exactly Which is great. It's um, good. And Eric is a fantastic guy. He's at SPX every year. Yeah. Like, this is the only thing I got signed at SPX. I was oh, really? So excited. That's yeah. Funny. I got I, one of the hardcovers from him. I waited until SPX to buy it because yeah. I wanted to buy That's it from him. Did. But yeah. yeah, no, we have a kid who comes in every time he comes in every weekend, he asks. Oh, really? Is the next Rutabaga out Rutabaga? yet? Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. It's so soon, man. <laughs> we, have a, we have a little girl like that that's super into Merman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And she comes in all the time. She's like, where's the new Merman coming out? <laughs> that's awesome. I'm surprised it's still coming out. It's only on issue book four or five or something. Um, so yeah, that was my number eight. Awesome. Uh, my number eight is another crossover. Uh, it is pull it out. What is Sims it? Abel. Yeah, oh, magic pen. Uh, yeah, for the same reasons Kelly said. <laughs> um, it's just it. I it, it, yeah. It starts out as one thing, like you said, and then it becomes a completely different thing. And I love his um, his sidekick, who's like from a different story, and um, it has an amazing ending. I don't know. It's all the reasons you said it more, it's just it's great. And it's and incredible. I think it's another reason I like Hicksville so much is like he's so playful with the idea of creation and comics. And yeah, comics it's really like history. metatextual too. Yeah, but he makes good stories out of it. It's just not just like a very dry, weird story right. out of it. So, and I have to say, as as a reader of comics who is not a creator of comics, I yeah. get very bored by books right. about making comics right. because I have zero overlap with that. Right. And which is part of why I didn't think I was going to enjoy Sam Zabel, but it like surprises me does it does he deals with it so well yeah it's yeah it's, it's great re- it's really good very it seems very personal too so yeah um yeah yeah what do you got jared uh my number eight is junji ito's cat diary yawn and oh, moo nice <laughs> uh so junji ito is like my favorite horror comics guy i don't like a lot of horror stuff but he is he's got a very clean style which i think helps a lot on the art and just has appalling it's like kind of funny what too. To do. Always. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so Uzumaki and Gyo are his big, his big ones. Yeah, big but things. Tomie and a right. bunch of other stuff. But they're all kind of like almost like dark comedy yeah. horror books because they're, they're they, ridiculous. Yeah, they kind of push the extreme of what's going on. Yeah. Some uh, of it is body horror, which is a whole that pushes it for yeah. me. Thing. Ugh, yeah, that Tomie. They're stuff. all oh kind of God. body horror. Yeah, <laughs> most of them. Yeah, uh, but this is basically just a real story about him and his uh, wife who uh, has a cat. <laughs> And he is not a cat person, and it's just kind of him trying to deal with a cat, but filtered through 
the lens of it being a horror comic. Yeah. So it's just like if you are not an animal person and that animal suddenly shows up in your home and he's just like fears that the cat is cursed and that he is cursed by being there and it brings the power of death into his household. But the best part is that over time he starts to fall in love with the cat. Yeah, and, and he's like, oh, but it's so good. Yeah, so it's just like the it's like almost like a send up of the horror cute cat genre mashup. Yeah. I don't even know how it works. It works, <laughs> but it works so well. It's I was laughing out loud at this, and yeah, oh, it's amazing. It's really funny. It it's was great. definitely somewhere on my like list yeah. of yeah. Uh, things that I was picking from. Yeah. No, it's sweet and weird and like. He does stuff like throughout. He draws his wife with this one yes. facial expression, yeah. like a which, demon, <laughs> which is terrible. But that's how she looks in every panel, and you get to a point where you're just like, "Oh, that's kind of sweet, actually." Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it's like I don't yeah. know. It's probably the closest we'll ever come to seeing the world through his eyes. Yeah, right. which is um, kind of great. It's even more rewarding if you read his horror comics and you love cats like me. It was like the perfect. Yeah, it's really it worked funny. together so well. All right, that was all of our number eight. What what do you got for number seven? Uh, I assume this is going to be something that's on everybody else's list, The Divine. Mm -hmm. Maybe. 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 Should be. Uh, Yeah, so The Divine was uh, a thing that we reviewed again earlier in the year, um, and it's about a guy who goes to Vietnam, right? Or or a a fictional... Southeast Asian. Yeah, fictional Southeast Asian. Yeah. to do just engineering work, and he kind of gets drawn into this weird kind of mystical, fantastical, but also like a government, like, like insurgency, uh, yeah, insurgency yeah. thing. thing. Yeah, it's... Um, the art is insanely good. Yeah, it's I, really, really. As I recall, the only bad thing we could say about it is that it was so small that they that the, the scale, the, print, job. the yeah. print, the scale of the book is small, yeah, and it could it, have been twice as large, could have been European size. Yeah, and it would have just been incredible. Um, so yeah, that's. It's a rare book that is not a happy thing that I still really, really enjoy. <laughs> <All right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I absolutely loved it. It accomplished just really interesting things in a not a very long book. All right. That's uh, number, what are we on? Number seven. 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 For Kelly, mine is my only all-ages book on here, and it's Space Dumpling. Oh, oh. Craig Thompson. Good choice. Which is good. I mean... I've always loved Craig Thompson. I mean, Habibi was like our book of the year and yeah. Blankets is great. But I this was like something completely different from him that we haven't seen from him. Um, and it's like super, his art's super cartoony. It still remem- still uh, has the same level of detail. But because uh, he does all these panels that are like inside cutouts of ships and stuff like that. Um, but I just love this story. I, it's just, uh, if you haven't read it, it's about a little girl who's trying to save her dad from... Um, some space whales and their <laughs> toxic poop sold, sold. spreading across the universe. Yeah, usually I was like little kids will come in and be like, uh, like, what should I read? I'm like, read this. And they're like, what is it about? I'm like, it's a uh, giant space whales and their poop. And they're like, all at right. One, at one point, there's a giant wave of space whale diarrhea, like yep. just going, or not diarrhea, vomit. vomit. Just like oh, going yeah. across the universe. Yeah. 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 It's great. Uh, so, it, but yeah, it, it's like, great. It combines like his cartoony style with his like hyper detailed like stuff yeah. style. Like, so well. Uh, what was his first little comic with the the, the turtle? Oh, uh, gosh. oh gosh, um, Chunky Rice? No, yeah, yeah, good Goodbye, Chunky, Chunky Rice. Rice. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chunky like Rice. you kind of forget that he was like had this super cartoony style to him because he did right. such like serious, um, realistic. Yeah, everything stuff. looked like yeah. I mean, even I don't know. I mean, even Habibi had a little bit yeah, of that cartooning. But, like, but like, like he also had the hyper detailed stuff, and this he kind yeah. of like unleashes both sides of his, his skill. 
uh, in a great story together. That's and there's great. like a chicken man and a little blobby alien. And it's one of those things I didn't even know it was coming out until it was like yeah. about to come out, and I was like, "What?" And it's got an incredible heart. Like at yeah. at its yeah. at its basic, it's about a family, and it's yeah. really really sweet. Really good family drama. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was my number seven. Jerry, what do you got? My number seven, Rutabaga the Adventure Show. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, this is, I mean, I'm super biased for, like, fantasy stuff, but, like, the, the characters in this are so cute, crossed with, like, such good fantasy tropes and send-ups of tropes, yeah. and still, like, a really good adventure. It's, like, almost, like, super creative monsters and, like, I don't know. It's like yeah. playing a game D and D with like a chef or something. Yes, like, I want to be a uh, chef. And the like... most creative DM with a lot of chefs. Right, um, but yeah, I, I loved his arts too. Like, I'm so excited. There, a second one's coming. This is yeah. awesome. It's great. But yeah, super super love it. Rutabaga. All right, that was our number sevens. What's your number six? Uh, my number six. We've already spoken about it's Exquisite Corpse. Nice. nice. There you go. Um, I don't think I really need to say anything else about it. It's just a fantastic book. It's awesome. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my next one is also. Something we already talked about. Number six is The Divine. There we nice. go. <laughs> uh, which is awesome uh, for all the reasons we talked about. I, the main character goes through some terrible things, but um, I don't know. It's really, it's it's one of those weird things. It's terrible, but fun at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like there's bad things happening, but it's kind of fun because there's like giant, you know, statues like fighting. You and literally stuff. see people get like exploded yeah. and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's a beautiful yeah. panel watching someone's body fall apart, which is not a thing <laughs> yeah. that I would ever imagine yeah. I would find myself saying. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> so, but it's it's like one of the cleanest books I've ever yeah. I've read. Yeah. Like, the, the art Hanuk- is so clean that like it's the it, Hanukkah brothers have always been amazing. I just don't think they've been unleashed with like the coloring of like kind of showing how detailed and right. Tight, oh, this one has pretty amazing artists. coloring. Though. That's what I'm saying. Like before, it needs to be bigger. You hadn't seen oh, that, really? how they yeah. could really do it. And this, they're just like what else did going they do? crazy. They did the bipolar comics, a bunch of them and stuff. And those were like black and white for a lot of them. Right. Yeah, I can't wait to see whatever they, they do next because it's great. They're amazing. Oh uh, yeah, that was my number six. Uh, what's your number six? Jerry? My number six is Wubble Oaf by Ed Luce. Nice. Uh, which had made it onto a lot of other lists, and I hadn't got around to reading it. Uh, so I just read it a little while ago. This is one of the sweetest books i've ever read it's yeah i've just, only read a couple of the issues when they were coming out yeah I like need, i need to read the whole i thing. had never read uh any of it before so reading it in such a big chunk um especially for having come out in smaller parts like that before yeah. it works so well as kind of like little vignettes it? Cool. that just slowly build the story out of like this guy who's i don't even know he's kind of insane uh <laughs> but like kind of detached from like people in a lot of ways he like tries to rescue cats all the time right. and has a house full, full of cats including one poor cat who's constantly hallucinating and so no other creatures can go near him. Um, and just like him meeting a guy and falling in love and then just like the weird backstories between like previous boyfriends of people and like what they did in their previous like careers and right. just all this stuff. And it slowly unwraps everything into just like a really compelling story about everyone. Right. And just like, I don't know. It was amazing. Um, yeah. I need to read the whole thing. I, I And like Lucy's art is so like, cartoony but works so well like everything's so exaggerated for like how the people look right. but there's also iconic and just you know you throw enough cats on anything yeah. it's gonna be genius but <laughs> this was this was amazing it's two cat books in jared's list yeah it's true it's how the internet Did you mention that last year jared got a cat yeah i think that's probably a big part of it uh, <laughs> cat diary hit, hit him right hit in the heart very close to home <laughs> yes uh all right so that was all of our number sixes yep What's number five? All right, my number five is Apocalyptic Girl Ooh, nice. by Andrew McLean. I'm going to um, spoil you and say my number five is also yay! Apocalyptic Girl. <laughs> what a great book. I know, it's so good. Uh, so Apocalyptic Girl is about a, um, I was looking for it. <laughs> You've got it. It's right here. Um, <laughs> Apocalyptic Girl is about this um, this girl who is 
she's on Earth, right? It's Earth? Uh, maybe. Uh, I think it's Earth. It's, it's sort of like a super An way, way, way in the future. Yeah. And she's she's all by herself, and she's trying to get off of it. And so oh, a lot of it... Is she by herself? Well, she's a cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she does. Cats is this on your cat. list? <laughs> Keep going. Uh, uh, so it's... a. Uh, and so she's she's trying to get off of it. So it, one of the things that I love the most about it is the chunk of the book that is just her like in her day to day life, right? Like waking up, yeah. talking to the cat, going to this big machine and working on it, collecting and, samples. And yeah, and interacting with the weird other people who are still <laughs> right. alive on this planet. And they're all kind of at war with each other. Yeah. Um, Andrew McLean, who's now doing Headlopper, um, which is great, which is great, but it's a different kind of great. And yeah. yeah. But his art on this is just like, it's incredibly good. It's so good. And it's so distinct. It's very different from anything you've seen before. You know, I didn't even quite compare it to any other artist, but it's it's great. Yeah. And the way it ends is just fantastic. Yeah. You don't actually quite know what's going on until like the very end. Um, and it's great. Yeah. I love but. this book. Another guy who was at SPX. So yeah, there's good Mayan guy. Kelly number five. Yeah. Ty. Yeah, Apocalyptic Girl. What do you got, Jared? My number five is Nimona by Noel Stevenson, uh, one that I'd heard a lot about uh, from being serialized online, um, and so but I hadn't actually read it until it came out in a book. And this is like another fantasy one, which is my weak spot. Um, <laughs> but I think it's just that there were so many twists on like the characters that it was like it seemed like a very simple kind of interesting twist on like good guy bad guy fantasy world stuff that just got more and more nuanced and deeper with some really awesome character moments, just stuff like characters would do something even over a few panels. Where I'd be yeah. Like, there's a lot of twists amazing. involving like the, um, what's the guy's name? The, uh, the evil golden loin, golden loin. Oh, golden line, yeah. <laughs> How can you forget golden loin? Golden line, that's <laughs> it. I was like, I was going to say gold lion. Like, that's not right. <laughs> no, no, but no. Lord Blackheart just as like the bad guy. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It just, yeah. The relationship between him and golden loin. It's really great. good. Found family stuff. If yeah. you like that, I love her world building in it the exactly. way she's got it's this so steady but it's a surprising. fantasy thing where you've got everybody in armor but she, you've also got mad scientists and then you've also got things like talking head tv reporters right. just like in the midst of all of this yeah. it's just really interesting the way she sort of mashed chose the things to mash right. together into this very distinctive right. thing that's very good all that's right great what was that number six five five uh, five all right what's uh number four kelly Sorry, my eye just started crying. <laughs> was it <laughs> like thinking about Nimona? No, I don't think so. <laughs> just my right eye, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh oh. And now I can't see my paper. Hold on. <laughs> this, I'm falling apart, y'all. All right. <laughs> uh, number four it. is another all ages book, Baba Yaga's Assistant. Nice. Uh, by <laughs> Marika McCool and Emily Carroll. I will is that look her at name? a piece of paper in front of me and say, Marika McCoola. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, yeah, so this was another book that, like, I read it for work and then immediately bought it because yeah. I just could yeah, not have it. Um, so it, she takes the very familiar Baba Yaga myth, and, I mean, it's present here, but it's uh, she overlays it with this really interesting sort of family story about this girl who feels like she's being left behind by her own family, and so she decides to run away and be Baba Yaga's assistant. <laughs> Which actually makes sense in the context right. of, like, yeah. <laughs> her grandmother apparently escaped from Baba Yaga right. at one point. And it's just, I mean, with Emily Carroll's art, which is, of course, insanely great, um, it just, I don't know, it's such a beautiful little story. Yeah, um, yeah I love it. I it it's such it. a fine combo of, like, 
updating fairy tales to a modern time while staying true to those fairy tales and making yeah, it them feels like, like exactly like an old school fairy tale. Like it's there, like there's not like it's not super deep, but it's 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 got that structure of like a fairy tale that that but works, with, works like, really well. Really cool modern characters yeah. and twist on it, like right. you know that yeah, she, like a modern fairy. She tale. finds yeah. out about it because there's a help wanted ad. Like yeah. it's amazing. It's right. like such cleverness like that layered onto this fairy tale character stuff. It's so good. It I know. Great. I just it, I love how it makes a. To me, having been a teenage girl, it makes a certain kind of sense to feel so abandoned that, yeah, okay, I'm going to, you know, it seems logical to (laughs) apply to be an assistant to a person who eats children. Like, (laughs) that's better than this. (laughs) Yeah, right. So, yeah. All right. I love it. Number four of my number four is Sacred Heart by Liz Suburbia. That's on my list, too. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Yeah, It might be on my list. Yeah, it's one of the most original things I read this year, and I could not stop reading it. It's and so long and so great. It's so long. It's like, really, really all long of now. it is great, and it, it's it's so ominous. I yeah, think that's what got me. And the the great the I think the best thing is the last page is like <laughs> it, it everything's makes sense after that. Yep. But it's so basically it's about like this girl who's you know having some uh, relationship problems, and a bunch of people are randomly dying in her town, and it seems like nobody really cares, and they're really nonchalant about people being murdered. But it's um, also such a good look at like teen life and like, right what it's just like what you do. Yeah, there's like a, b- a bunch of different like types of relationships between the different couples and and the friends and stuff. And I don't know, man. It's it's in, it's amazing. The way it's paced is really interesting. Yeah. Like you're reading it and gradually you're going, oh, have there ever been any adults? Have I seen any That's adults? Right. I mean the ominous feeling. Oh, that what? Like it just it rolls out it so out. slowly. Yeah. But by the time you get to the end, you're like, oh, of course. Of course this is the thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But there's also like some weird parts like, I don't know, they go into the sewers and there's like a giant turtle skeleton and, and goblins so or something the two little girls who are predicting the future right yep periodically bizarre like almost supernatural things um but mostly it feels very grounded like in the relationships between the characters seem yeah, very real they're all really good characters yeah it's very high it was actually a little higher on my list at some point but then i read i know this is something else that oh. took it down <laughs> we'll see because you're crazy i am crazy should have been higher on your list ah i mean it's it's yeah it's in the top four. Yeah, it's, definitely. it's up there. Yep. All right, Jared, what's Jared, yours? Yeah. My number four is March Two by John Lewis, Andrew Aiden, and Nate Powell. Uh, this is just the second part of their trilogy about uh, John Lewis's experiences in the civil rights movement. The first book was amazing, just like finding out about him growing up and how he got involved, especially at such right. a young age. Uh, but this one's longer than the first one, and this is when like things start to get really bad in the right. like backlash against all the civil rights activists. Um, and again, this is a lot of stuff I didn't know. And this is like so horrible. Like the right. stuff just like it's amazing that this stuff happened and that, you know, people experienced this and went through it. But so informative, uh, so powerful and so great. Um, yeah, it was amazing. So, yeah, just astounding, astounding piece of work. It's one of those ones that fell through the cracks. I still haven't read the yet. I know. I, I love the first it. one. I feel oh, so bad about that. Man. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like the first one I thought was amazing. And this one is like. Yeah, everyone, I'm sure it everyone is. should the read it. The first this. one's great. Ah, I'm definitely going to yeah. read it. It's just like one of those ones that slid no, I mean like past me. Everyone in America should read this. Right. It, it's, it's really <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're going to have it in like so. elementary school. No, maybe not elementary it school. It should be high school. Elementary yeah. schools almost. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, I haven't read the, the second one, but the first one is told to, it's like as he is talking right. to children. Right. Yeah. So there's definitely that level of comprehension. But yeah, there's like people being walked out of 
cells at gunpoint. And it's it's appalling. Well, that's but, a thing that yeah, happened. That's, that's <laughs> what I mean. That's the it's, reality. This is a real story. Yeah, it's, it's so powerful. All right. Those are our number fours? Yep. yep. Well, that's number three now. Top three. Here we go. Sacred Heart is Sacred my Heart. number three. Ah! Yeah. Yes, he was, it was, I think it was my number three, and then I read something else. Oh, yeah. we'll see. I'll say that uh, books like Sacred Heart w- that are about, like, you know, kind of weird, bad things happening can get sort of unrelenting to yeah. me. Yeah. And it never hit that point. Like, there was always a point where something would brighten it a little yeah, something bit. Weird or something would weird <laughs> and something a little bit odd and like, i love I, odd stuff yeah. so that would be like oh okay i'm still in this well it, it kept it as a mystery more than like yeah a, that was a, a big a thing horror thing and like it's so anchored in the characters that like you're still traveling with them through it even though all this horrible stuff is happening around them you're still want to know what happened to them yeah, yeah. and like it's how they figure stuff out or such a hilarious last page I, oh my god yeah I, every amazing. time i look at it yeah. it makes me laugh it's so amazing hilarious um yeah i highly recommend if you read sacred heart <laughs> It's. I mean, it is a big book. Read it in one go because oh, yeah, you have to. When you get to that last page, like the payoff it's, it's such is a payoff. incredible. Yeah. I can so remember well. like laughing out loud. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's so funny, uh, especially the way it's presented. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was uh, Sacred Heart number three Mind for three? for uh, Kelly. My number three is the one I read that took this off was Trashed. Oh yeah. Um, which. By Durf Bacter, who had did uh, my friend Dahmer, which I was like one of our top books of the year yep. when it came out, and still one of my favorites. And that was in Under the Wire. That was a December release, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, this one too. I mean, this was when did it come out? I think it was December too. It yeah, might that's have been what I November, but um, like I read it like you know January. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's incredible. It's like it started off being like these smaller comics, and it's about um, ba- it, like originally they were based on his experience. Uh, in the trash industry as a garbage man but now this one's like more of a fictional thing but it still has a lot of um his experience kind of mixed into the story yeah and a lot of facts about trash and it, it's, it's what like an happens with trash thing about the trash but also like industry. hilarious and like some messed up stories happen there's like w- one part where they pick up a um a trash can full of diapers and they throw it in the back of the truck and as it's crushing everything all the diapers start exploding and oh poops are flying everywhere but as you could tell that it's based on stuff that actually happened to him and yep. it's like it's just fascinating and he has such a distinct style um of cartooning that I, nobody really is quite the same like he's very different like it's more of like a little bit maybe old school maybe yeah like he's crumb definitely or something the underground comics tradition um yeah. but yeah like i I, I, and the, the, all the facts about the trash was very fascinating, and I, it was cool getting an insider's view of it. And also, the characters are really interesting and really funny. Yeah, um, most of them are crazy. And there's like, yeah, there's like a crazy old dog catcher who's oh, man. catching dogs even if they have collars on, <laughs> yeah. and he he's forced to retire. But and then then that part's really sad too because he retires and he's like all alone. Yeah. But it's it's very good. Um, yeah, yeah, that was trash. That was amazing. Number three. What do you got, Jared? Uh, my number three, Baba Yaga's assistant. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It's like, I love the fairy tale stuff and this just hit it so well. Uh, but yeah, like with Carol's art, it was just astounding. Such a great combo of story and writing. All right. The best. The best. Number uh, we're on number two already. Yep. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. My number two is Super Mutant Magic Academy nice. by Jillian nice. Tamaki. Um, yeah. So this was a long running, um, web comic. That I picked up probably halfway through, but the book, the last quarter of the book, is all new content. So we can definitely consider this a new thing, yeah. Because um, it pulls the story together in a way. Because when she was doing it as a webcomic, it was very much just a sort of like you know 
dash off kind of stuff. Right. If you look at her art and the early stuff compared to her art that yeah. gets published, like yeah, it's it much looser. Yeah. Um, and you definitely get it. Mm get a feeling for the point where she starts being like, oh, okay, this is a serious thing that I'm going right. to do. But yeah, it's the, you know, this great story about a school that's sort of a Hogwarts, sort of a Xavier Academy. And combined, yeah. Combined, where the kids are spending all their time thinking about, like, nihilism and, <laughs> and stuff. But it's also, you've also got kids, you know, falling in love with each other and dealing yeah. with that. Right. And the two main characters are a pair of girls and one of them falls in love with the other and it's not reciprocated and that's a thing that she has to deal with. Um, but the way it's handled is really beautiful and really awkward in a way that's very... I don't true and real and it's just it's great it's a great book uh, great series I will say that I still haven't read it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I know right I know it probably would be on my list too it was one of those ones I just didn't get to there's like yeah. so many like really good ones that I just didn't get to um what, even ones that what, like I, I know for it? a fact that it's Kevin's number one. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah I saw, what, I saw what that he told me about number two then number two we might have some overlap here. Yeah. Uh, number two is Last Man, um, which ah, it's my number two. There we go. Yay. So it's like kind of, I guess I'll combine all three that came out. I totally Did am counting all three. Did you cheat like Kevin and do one through three? Yeah. You cheated on Ama. I'm counting. I mean, I just wrote volume three. one, but I mean. Hey, it says Ama four on my list. Right. So Mine I just put volume one on there because I was, you know, the first one. But, but they're all equally good. But yeah, uh, it's just it's just a isn't three so the good. one where everything changes? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. That's why I count it as a, as a single unit. Um, but yeah, God. Um, yeah, so it starts off being about like this little kid who wants to be a fighter, and then this real tough fighter dude comes to town, um, and they partner up to go into this fighting tournament, and there's lots of twists and turns. I mean, I, I don't even know how to explain how you, this you is can't so because good. Because so much comes out of it that you don't expect, and there's so many like character developments right. and new characters but the art is incredible yeah. it's like super simple it's a lot like the actually the uh the divine art uh, now that i look at it yeah. again side by side it's like super simplistic but not but complicated at the same time there's a lot of things going on um and the characters are incredible like the little kid's personality is so is so innocent and and pure and even the main guy like the other main guy like the tough fighter guy richard richard yeah has like kind of nuanced personality as it goes along and you find out a lot of secrets about him and i like the way everything's slowly revealed and um i don't know it's very good it's very 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 good <laughs> it's like whenever i one new volume comes out i'll read it like front to back like yep. instantly and it just gets crazier and crazier that's why i'm counting all three together right. because the first one's amazing but i just think the story develops out so well like kelly said by book three it just is like but it's always equally like so great. many crazy yeah, turns like, yeah it's this, not like this one's not as good as no it just gets richer yeah and richer. just like yeah. you just just build yeah just hold on because the ride never stops it is amazing put that quote on the back of volume four <laughs> hold it. on because the ride never stops uh, <laughs> very much all right so yeah there's some a uh, crossover what's your number one my number one is the new deal oh, by jonathan case that was that was close to you. It was like 11, 12, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I it's great. love that book. It's so good. That's another one that I bought immediately. It's very, very good. Um, yeah, so The New Deal is about a, um, a bellhop and a maid at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York in the 1930s. And it's also about the people who are staying there, the very rich people who are right. staying there. And um, so robberies start having, happening right. in the hotel. And the maid, who's black, is accused. Yeah. And 
And the bull boy is like trying to defend her and trying to make her make it better, but he ends up just sort of drawing attention to her, <laughs> right. um, which yeah. is the last thing she wants. And so it becomes it, it deals with like the reality of race and employment at that time. And she's also an actress and trying yeah. to make it. And that's a whole other thing. But it's all kind of wrapped around like a heist. Sort yeah. Of. And it becomes a thing with the heist. And um, one of the wealthy women kind of gets involved. And it just it's one of those books that. Because of when it takes place and the things that they deal with could be a sad story, yeah. but it's delightful. And yeah, it, it ends in a really awesome, upbeat way. It does such a good job of capturing the feel of like a 50s movie or something like, or like, or like just some old like, um, um, oh my God, like Breakfast at Tiffany's or like something yeah. like that, where it's got, it's like, it's kind of innocent, but still a little racy, but like. It's really charming. It's, it's really yeah, pretty. Yeah, super charming. And yeah. everybody's like, kind of like on their toes like they're constantly dropping jokes and just yeah. like it's not like super good fast dialogue sort of style yeah, of like yeah. The old that's what i mean like that old yeah like old yeah. hepper movies yeah that's yeah. what i was trying to think of yeah like old hepper movies yeah. um but and yeah he, but also like jonathan case's art is so, so well researched yeah. that like it feels alive like it's not just yeah. like a good story it's like a story in this amazingly rendered hotel and, right. like, yeah i i mean i studied art history specifically decorative arts and like just the costumes and the decor in yep. these places right. are nuts and just um his faces are great like yeah. every single character like their face is different their expressions are different right um which is just it's incredible i love it all Definitely. Right. That's Kelly's number one. Not even a close so second. <laughs> the new deal. Uh, so what's, my number what's one. What's your crazy choice, Nick? Uh, is remember earlier when I was talking about Schindler's List? Oh my god. Man. Uh, no, but I was saying that uh, like the a lot of the stuff I was picking on the list was like what I enjoyed the most and what yeah. gave me the most like uh, pleasure, like just cracked me up the most was uh, <laughs> Terror Salter. Of there course. you go. Uh, which yeah. obviously would be at my f- number one. I mean. I loved it so much that I I just like whenever I talk to anybody about it, I get like really happy and just start laughing instantly. And you don't have to defend that. That's no, legit. It's, great. <laughs> it's, it's a great so, book. So good. And um, it's so different from anything else I read. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. It's exactly like my kind of book. Yep. Um, it's true. It was like written for me and it's just great. Um, yeah. It's awesome. All right then. Hey, just read any panel, like like we said earlier. Yeah, <laughs> Slip to much. any panel, read it. And Do not read get, it out loud with children nearby. No, no definitely, definitely not. not. Or in public. Yeah. <laughs> in public, yeah. Don't flip through this in public. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's serious. It's one of those ones that's hard to like when people are like, "What's good?" I can't be like, "Get this." Yeah. This is like <laughs> it's like the, it's on the same level as like Prison Pit or something. Yeah. Where I'm like, I love this, but I can't really tell anybody to read nope. this. <laughs> but you shall read Prison Pit. Yeah, definitely. Some of you. All right, Jerry, what do you got? Yeah. Sacred Heart. Number there we one. go. Okay, there you go. This was the one that blew me away. Is that the, the most only one this year? that all three of us had on? I think so. I think so. It might be. Yeah. Did we have Rutabaga, you and I? Two, no, two people had Rutabaga. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, Sacred Heart, just like, it's so amazing. Like, I love Liz Suburbia's art. Uh, apparently, she redrew this entire thing for this version of it. Like, it'd come out as comics or online or something. Um, super cartoony, but super good. And then that ending, man. Just like the whole vibe of this thing just like the constant foreboding yeah. build up that she had it just great. is so good and pays off so well and I totally didn't see it coming oh my god it was amazing yeah like this like this was almost up there too I mean like the, you know like my top four or five yep. are like almost interchangeable yep we've, we've all got a, certain a lot degree. of crossovers in our tops here so yeah like I said like I went by like the one I, I always get I got most excited to read and yeah. last man like whenever I read it now it's like super exciting Terra's Alter like was instantly like I gotta yeah. read this one but uh yeah 
So that's our top 10 uh, best graphic novels of the year. A little more crossover this time around. Yeah. So a little more, yeah. What do we have crossover of? Uh, Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart. Last, all three of us liked. Um, Last Man. Last Baba Man. Yaga's, Baba Yaga's. Baba Yaga's assistant. Sam Zabel. Rutabaga. Terror Salter. Exquisite Corpse. Oh, man. Yeah. There's not that many that weren't. Uh, so right there. there. That, that's the Sam big. Zabel. That's the group top 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right there. We just right. said them all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll post a bunch of these up online uh, from other people who work at Big Plant Comics. Yeah, and I know Kevin there's some crossover with them for a lot of the ones we just said. Kevin's probably the one that has the least crossover. Well, his first, two, his top two are um, Super Mutant and not Last Man. Yeah, there you but go. then or like, top four. but his series are like all over the place. Yeah, um, and I know Robins are kind of yeah. all over the place too. She yeah, very interesting stuff. Mine yep. are all kind of in the same vein. Yeah. Mm. You uh, like you like that dark image that stuff. Dark image stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. You though. dig it. Um, but yeah, that was all, all of all of the best of the year. We're not gonna do any like writers, artists, because they're kind of already in these books. Yep. Anyone who did um, the stuff we just talked about, go read their stuff. Yeah. I mean, good. these are all our favorite writers and artists anyway. Yeah. Um, so just read these books. And yeah. You, you get the gist. I hope um, this was worth the wait for y'all. Yep. Yeah. We'll uh, I like this format a lot better. Yeah, uh, me too. I don't know about it was you really guys. Fun. Because I think that. The, with the other format, we just there's more of just arguing about it and not really actually talking about the books as much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this way, we all get our own, you know, top yeah. ten list. And we don't have to be like, oh, my didn't make it on there. Yeah. Just sacrifice the thing I love. Yeah. For yeah. The thing you love. It's hard to compromise on. So <laughs> like if we did it last year, ours in shroud <laughs> yeah. been up. Oh my lord! <laughs> you will never forget. Everybody us. read that book. Nope. Uh, there was it, some it's it's off-air fighting. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Behind like, Arshin You guys need to read it right now. Oh my god! I try um, to make people read it like during the podcast. Yeah. You should read it right now. But yeah, if uh, any of you guys have top tens from 2015 or something egregious that we missed, uh, yeah, please, please let us know. Uh, write I'm sure there's us plenty of things or we missed. Tweet at us or whatever because we these are like the best of stuff. the things we read. So. I know, but I want to hear from right. The other people. There's probably definitely some stuff that people are like, "What? How did you not read?" I don't know. But yeah, so you yeah yell at us. We're ready for it. We're at Big Planet Comics on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Facebook. Yeah. Um, in and person, in person, <laughs> on the the internet. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, send us questions for next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we'll be back. Podcast. Maybe not next week. Maybe the week after next. But we got to recover from this but, uh, a little yeah. bit. Podcast yeah. at bigplanetcomics.com or any of the other ways that Kelly just said. Yeah. That's it. All right, um, Nick. I'm Kelly. I'm Jared, and we're going. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>